small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis in Los Angeles. I'm Kyle Dotson in Brooklyn. I'm Mike Siegel in Los Angeles. And joining us today as our guest, Mike and Kyle, joining us from Florida. Please welcome Steve-O Dockerson. Steve-O, how you doing? I'm, I'm well, Pat. Welcome, uh, welcome to me. All right. Now you gotta represent those red states. Thanks for giving Florida the, the intro it deserves. That's right. <laughs> oh. So you're too good for that state. Yeah. Yeah. I right? got <laughs> I don't mind it. What what part of Florida is it? Beautiful. St. Petersburg, Florida. That is oh. a blue county. So all right. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. You As they us. love to say, God's waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for helping us steal that election, Steve-O. You got it. Your county. All right. We don't talk politics, so let's move on. Hey, everybody. You guys look great. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're doing this via the Zoom audio. I am recording, and we are going to have a fun time tonight. First thing I want to mention, though, is Steve-O Dockerson's here tonight. He's got an alias. Uh, We call it Hob the Troll. I think Mm -hmm. I made that up, right? I came up with that, right? No. Oh, okay. Uh, tell everyone, if they don't know, tell us about Hob the Troll. What is this guy about? So I've been uh, working Renaissance festivals for about 17 years, 18 years. Um, and uh, I sit on a bridge. I play songs just terribly, just absolutely awful. And people pay me to stop. And so I decided to capitalize this on, on this even further. And I put out a series of albums. First, of course, was Hob Sings, which I named after the cook on Bonanza. It was a... Uh, Thank you. Thank you, folks. You're all guffawing in your cars. There it is. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, put out Hob Sings and then uh, Troll the Ancient Yuletide Carols. Of course, Pet Smells. And now 50 million Hob fans can't be found. 50 million Hob fans can't be found. Now, yes. Kyle is our resident album cover critic. So right <laughs> now, I'm going to share the screen so that Kyle can see your album cover and critique it. And Mike, you're probably gonna you're probably seeing this for the first time too, right, Mike Siegel? Sure. Yeah. I saw I saw it, but okay. Kyle, just pretend. Oh, like sorry. You didn't. Oh, okay, I haven't seen it. All right, cool. I didn't think you. Why? How could you? Okay, there it is. Kyle, what do you? Think? I like it. I get it. I, I like get the it. Elvis. I get the Elvis reference. Fifty thousand yeah. Hob fans can't be found, and then it says Hob the trolls. Fifty million. Fifty million. Maybe fifty thousand. If it was fifty thousand. What if it was 50? I could probably find 50,000 over, like, give me enough time. Like, that's 50,000. That's a realistic goal. And I love that like, it says, like, ah, that guy. I love that it says Hob the Troll's dumb new record. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kyle, uh, who, I, I like it. Who drew, who drew the, the Hob? It's, uh, we should, we should describe it. It's a bunch of, it's drawings of Hob the Troll all over. It's an homage yeah, to uh, the Elvis Presley 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Yes. Yeah, when he's wearing his gold lame suit, yes. right? Yeah. Um, and you're wearing kind of a gold lame uh, hob uh, troll suit. Yes. 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 
my friend, uh, my friend Desiree Anderson uh, drew that, and uh, yeah, she she's great. Big fan of hers. She captured your likeness. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a compliment. Uh, well, the character, the character's supposed to look like that. Okay. Uh, Kyle, scale of one to ten. I give it a ten. All right, you can't go wrong with that. Excellent. You can't go Thank wrong. Thank you very with much. That. You got to be happy with Kyle's critique on that. Yeah. I'm... Look, look, it's no, it's no cheap trick. Another world or whatever. Right, but it's the worst <laughs> album cover I've ever seen. All right, now I'm going to share the audio real quick, and we're going to play a little. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to oh, preview okay. a little Hob the Troll. All right. All right. Because we want to move some units, right? That's right. Yes. And I got to be honest, I really like this album. Why, thank you. If I didn't like it, I would do pull the David Letterman and I would say, now, Steve-O, I have not yet heard the album, but I- Are these your drums? Are these these your drums? (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. This is Hob the Trolls. Now, these are all cover songs. Yeah. And you did a version of Men at Work's Who Can It Be Now? Okay. Let's hear some of this. No more. Can't you see that it's late at night? I'm very tired and I'm not feeling right. All I wish was to be alone. Stay away. Don't you invade my home. Best off if you hang outside. Don't come in. I'll only run and hide. Who can it be now? Right. What instrument am I hearing? Is that a slide whistle? What is it? That's kazoo. That's kazoo. kazoo. I was going to say that sounds very uh, kazoo. Yeah, yeah anytime. Kazoo like. I thought it was like that kazoo, like piano thing. That's what I thought it was. Like a hooter? Is that thing called? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the the melodica. No. Yes. Uh, no. Anytime there is, um, yeah. Anytime I I needed horns, it's just kazoo. And uh, like on other tracks on there, I have a toy piano because that's what I I play when I'm performing, and uh, I'm. I'm doing all the instruments. I program the drums and uh, I just, it's just, everybody has, well, not every, everybody who, who goes to Renaissance festivals and like, likes the music there. They, they have a couple albums and I don't know how often they're actually played, but this one, I actually, I thought like this, people might actually listen to it over like more than once. I would listen and to I'm this in a way. I would listen to this, this, listen to this in the way that you listen to like a Weird Al Yankovic album. Sure, I think you did a good job. It's it's just the because uh, I've I've heard from other people that like they've heard the songs that I've covered, um, after like th- like the straight version, and they're like, yeah, I, I keep hearing yours instead in my head, and I'm like, well, that's the goal. I, yeah, it's just dumb, and I love it. So, so if I if I go full hob the troll and throw this on at a party. So am I putting this on, hoping that people will pay me to take it off? Yeah, or, or just they'll leave. It's just like, all right, okay. guys. You... I want to clear the party. Mm-hmm. That's yep. what. The meat and cheese tray is gone. You just like, all right, guys, uh, come on, move your cars. My neighbors are going to have to. Uh... Yeah. I, 
I remember in college when we wanted to clear the party, we would play Rock Lobster by the B-52s. <laughs> and it just went on and on and down, yeah. down. And people were like, yeah, it's, it's getting late. We got we to gotta go. Look, you, you know I liked it because I didn't preface it with the seagull stink of roof stink. No, hey. Uh, so here's what I'm going to tell you right now. It's your best work. Thank you. I give it six out of ten. Okay, I'll take it. So, congratulations. Well, just to stay on the Elvis theme, last night I went, <laughs> I've been going back and seeing some of these with Amazon, just seeing some of these terrible movies mm-hmm. and to see if they're really as bad as I thought they were. And I, I watched a, an Elvis movie last night, which was Blue Hawaii what from 1961. And Angela Lansbury plays his mother, <laughs> who's like this Southern belle in Hawaii. I guess. And uh, yeah. And their, their servant, their Hawaiian servant named Ping Pong. Oh, oh of course. Ping, ping Pong, fetch, fetch me a drink. She's doing this really heavy Southern accent. Oh, I don't, wow. I don't want to know what Ping Pong sounded like. You know oh man. Now, uh, Angela Lansbury is only 10 years older than Elvis Presley. No, I know. It just, she was never young. It was just like, it's unreal. Plays his mother. Did you just look that up, <laughs> Kyle? You're doing producer stuff, actually. Yeah, I, I looked that up. I love it. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. So now, everyone's good. Who's uh, uh, Mike Siegel? You're fully vaxxed. I am. I'm fully vaxxed. Uh, Steve, are you fully vaxxed? I don't know. I'm doing medical testing. So I either have the AstraZeneca or I have the placebo. Um, I'm treating it as though I haven't gotten anything. Just you know, for the data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I signed yeah. up for that in, in January and, now, uh, does, yeah. does there come a time where they're like, you actually didn't have it. So we're going to vax you now or no, you well, just never know. You can, um, the study is going for a while, but it like literally at any time, like any, uh, trials, if you say, all right, I want to, I want to dip, they'll say like, okay, they'll unblind the study. And they'll say, okay, well, you actually got this, so you're good. Here's all your paperwork. And if not, and you want to get, you know, because that one hasn't been cleared, they'll help you get another one. Um, Gotcha. Yeah. And Kyle, what about you? I've had both shots. I'll be fully vaxxed on the 15th. How did you feel after the second shot? Um, Fine. I just had a little bit of a headache, and then my arm, like, felt like someone punched me, like, (laughs) seven times. But uh, other than that, it's fine. All right. Well, Steve, until you find out if it's the placebo or not, I'm going to have to remove you from the Zoom room. Okay. I understand. Because we, Thank you. Uh, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to. I could put a mask on. Is that okay? I mean, I got a mask on the microphone. If you, if you had those hob teeth in, I would tell you to put a mask on because those gross me out. But you're good. If Thank we're you. removing things from Zoom, Pat, can we start with that filter? <laughs> <laughs> it is so annoying to watch. For, and if I got to look at that for the next hour. Okay. It's it's terrible. I'll remove it. Hold on. What if I remove it and you go, oh, that's worse. Your mouth and nostrils are blue and your eyes are blue with the it's but here here's the funny thing. His shirt is the exact same my color the regardless. Same color the background. Watch. Look at that. <laughs> oh my god. That's no good. No, no. None of those are good. None of those are good. None of them. Because I don't have the green screen up. There we go. There is that better? I don't think yes, so. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. So Steve O came up with the topic tonight. I think this is an excellent topic. I love the title. And I believe this is something that we might revisit uh, in the future. Steve-O, 
please explain what the topic is and how you came up with this. So I've, um, I have been back at work and part of my job is I'm, I'm away from people. I'm in a warehouse and hold on a second, second. back it up. Where Where do you work? I work at a job. And uh, no, I, I work at a, I work at a dinosaur-based theme park in Central Florida. I'll, That's I'll important that. to the story. Yeah, um, but it, like, so have you guys ever gone to like they they have them in theme parks? They have them at zoos, but there's that uh, gem mine where there's the water sluice. Mm-hmm. It, a lot of camp, you know, like at campsites, they have it where the kids pan for minerals. Yeah, I'm yeah. the one. I make those bags. That's what I've been doing, and I've got. Lots of hours in the day just to listen to podcasts and put gems in uh, dirt bags. I I fill I fill bags of dirt, and I kind of realized that like that's it's almost the uh, description of the se- seagull stinkeroo in reverse, where a seagull stinkeroo is a bad song by a good artist. Why not pick great songs by people who are dirt bags? <laughs> it, it's uh, it's terrific. I love it. I, yeah. love I was it. just, I was just, I just don't want to scare any uh, away any uh, potential guests for you. You know, <laughs> um, I don't think any of the people that we picked today would be potential guests. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Um, Did our picks uh, overlap? Did we have some overlap? Uh, no, because uh, well, I, yeah, I think one one person did, but uh, that just goes to show me that there are tons of dirt bags in the world. Oh yeah. Now I will tell you this: it turns out. Ladies aren't dirt bags. Only dudes are dirt bags. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And I tried. Well, ooh, I yeah. couldn't find one. Or or do they not have the gems? <laughs> that <laughs> like so like no one picked a whole song and they have bad songs? Is that what you're saying? Well, who would you if so nobody or, had any ladies on their list? I don't have any ladies. Kyle, do you have any ladies? No. I didn't think of it, but now if you did, who would we put? For I some think... reason, like, like Courtney Love jumped in my mind. Yeah, yeah, because she killed Kirk Cobain. No, I was told before we started recording. <laughs> Allegedly, I swear to God, I was told before we started to record this. My wife said, "Do not bring up Courtney Love." Oh, my wife was defending Courtney Love. I said, "You're going to defend heroin addicts that killed their husband." <laughs> and uh and she goes nope she's a trendsetter and she's the she my uh, pilar she's also she, she's also had a she pretty started rough killing too, husbands like, long she, before other people yeah she, it was accidental we're not saying she did it in her defense she's nuts all yeah <laughs> we, but also wait now who are you you talking about courtney love you talk about my wife uh, you know what i'm not going to specify but in <laughs> in both their defenses they're nuts. And like i know that um Courtney Love had some choice words to say about uh, Harvey Weinstein way before anybody else did. So mm-hmm. that's good. So, yeah. Now I will Who tell would you be, this. I don't know. If I end up dead in the oh, next no. couple of days, this is the proof that my wife killed me. She's, you know, okay. <laughs> Just so we know. If there's bleach on everything. Right. Mike, what were you going to say? Siegel? Well, one of our guests had some good stories about Shania Twain. Oh, who who had who had the Shania Twain stories? Uh, well, I'm not going to name names off the, you know, but put it uh, put it. Suffice in the- to say, she's she's gone a little Looney Tunes, I think. Well, she don't impress me much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are going to play uh, good songs 
by bad people. Yeah. And Kyle thought that we should, when like, like let's say uh, I introduce my first song and I tell you who the artist is, uh, Kyle thinks we should try to guess what makes them a dirtbag. And then if Kyle, we don't know. Then if okay. we don't know, then Kyle will look it up and we'll hear about it after the song. Does that let everybody know before everybody writes you back? I mean, this is very subjective. Yeah, this is because you're gonna. This could probably be get more. Mine are pretty cut and dry. Well, yeah, I mean, mine are definitely cut and dry for sure. Okay, but uh, Steve, I had a person who was too bad. I had to leave off. Yeah, Kyle texts me. He goes, "Do we want to talk about something like this?" And I said, "No, that is way too much for me." Okay. So you play my Charlie Manson cut. Did you play that one? <laughs> um, who is uh, so Steve? Do you don't want even to bring him up? He's never killed anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a lot of problems. <laughs> Steve, would you like to go first since this was your idea? Ah, uh, yes. All right. Let me just find. Uh, God, now I want to see. Now I, I was like, yeah, let me find my songs. That gonna... would help. I have them. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, what, what's, what's good? That good buy my dirt bags. <laughs> Gems from dirt bags. It's Gems already off to a slow start. Uh, well, we already heard. Well, we already heard uh, the Hob the Troll. He's he's kind of a dirt bag. Look yeah. at his belly. Look at him. Look at that. Look at that adorable belly. I can't. I, he's not a dirt bag. Look at that angel. Saying stuff about me. Uh, let's play that uh, song by Zwan. Eh. Okay, so Zwan and the singer of Zwan is. Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan. So, Kyle, why do you think Billy Corgan's a dirtbag? Oh, I think he's just full of himself and maybe a tiny bit racist. That would be my guess. Okay. Mike Siegel, what do you think about Billy Corgan? I have not heard that about Billy Corgan. So, I, um, yeah, I, boy, I'm surprised to see that on the list because I've, uh, I have not heard that, that about him. Okay. And I'm going to say that he is verbally abusive. To assistants, that's what I think. Okay, and other bandmates is 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 from like all the stuff I've heard. Like he's just fired people like in his band and just like over and over again. He can't keep them together. Uh, and I picked Swan because uh, he just straight up called his band uh, disgusting. It like you know when just doing the press stories, just like these guys are awful. These are just these are just terrible people. And I, I think he even talked about it when he was on like Alex Jones's show. So, yeah, he was on Alex Jones's show. Uh huh. All right. Well, this is a song called honestly by the band uh, Zwan and Kyle, you can look him up and see if you can find any dirtbag behavior. And here we go. Okay. not a big smashing pumpkins fan but i really do like this Zwan album it's it's great like top to bottom it's a solid record and uh all he has to say about his bandmates is just like these guys are the worst people and uh yeah um matt sweeney's pretty like could you find anything concrete kyle um yeah so it says he has become an advocate for abuse support networks but 
He also has been verbally abusive to bandmates. And then it says here that while he was on Alex Jones show, he compared uh, progressive political campaigners and social justice warriors to the Ku Klux Klan. Okay. Uh, he also hasn't voted since 1992. All right. I think that's a confirmed dirtbag. I, I, I mean, I'll leave the judge and jury on that. Uh, Mike Siegel, let's hop over to your list. You have an interesting list. Okay. Um, this is a guy who's, uh, I have a feeling some of these, uh, choices we do are going to, are going to probably show our political leanings more than (laughs) anything. But, uh, this is a guy that, uh, I was never a huge fan, although former co-host, uh, April Richardson was a massive fan (laughs) and has had a rough, uh, go of it the last year, especially during the whole Brexit situation. And, Recently, the Simpsons took him down in a, in a cruel way. And this would be Morrissey. Uh, yeah, he just became a pretty right-wing, anti-immigrant, um, bitter guy. You know, angry kind of guy. How these immigrants were ruining the country, you know, England for sure. And um, I didn't dive too deep on it. But um, yeah. Did not seem like a, a he never seemed like a fun guy to hang out with. No, ever. not a fun guy. But um, he never seemed like this guy, you know. And so he's taking a lot of people by surprise, especially a guy with a massive Latino following, at least in yeah. L.A. Yeah, it it's doesn't make any huge, sense. Huge. He'll sell out the Hollywood Bowl and it'll be 75 percent young Latino males. It's really fascinating. But and if this he doesn't cancel it. All of a sudden, you'd start jumping on the build a wall um, train, and you're like, "Wow, wow, that's that's an interesting way to go for your base." But okay, but anyway, I, I got a, one of his uh, better solo songs. This is "Every Day Is Like Sunday." This is a great song. This is a gem from a dirt it is. bag. Yeah. Who did his voice on The Simpsons? Did they bring uh, Hank Azaria? It was Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't named Morrissey. It was like McQuimby or something like that. (laughs) It was was like some fake name. And uh, the songs are great. They're written by the guy in um, Flight of the Concords. Oh, my God. Brett McKenzie. Brett McKenzie wrote the songs, and it's just great. Everything is sad and depressing, and so are you. (laughs) I mean, the songs are, like, spot on, the sound of them. And it's really, yeah, if you check it out, it's pretty pretty funny. But they kind of took him down. He became, like, they portrayed him as this fat meat eater. He's firing (laughs) sausages in the crowd. Yeah. But you're not less than pleased about it. Oh, yeah, he got all upset and. Which made it even better. You don't think that guy has a sense of humor? Oh, never. There's a great interview with with, uh, him and Russell Brand. And Russell Brand is just like, you take yourself really fucking seriously, don't (laughs) you? You couldn't answer a question about a cat that my mom asked you. You can't just give a straight answer. Uh, 
Yeah. But a guy like Billy Bragg takes himself seriously, but can also seem to have a laugh yeah. every once in a while. Right. Exactly. Um, Morrissey, I don't, I've never seen that side of him. Kyle, did you find anything concrete on Morrissey? I think, <laughs> I think we I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he said that the word racism is meaningless now and everyone ultimately prefers their own race. God okay. Damn it, Morrissey. <laughs> All right, Morrissey. <laughs> and they says, does that make every, everyone racist? Then, uh, oh, or just or just him or just me billy, billy bragg told morrissey to stop dragging the legacy of johnny marr through the dirt <laughs> i don't disgust it i feel yes. racist okay kyle uh, i know i know you uh you've covered the same territory you want to skip to someone new or yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just put words i figured someone else would bring him yeah. but I, I kyle picked, please please, so, please let me get what i want I also put a Morrissey song. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, we did overlap. There. We, you, all, you, we, you, all, we all, Yeah, you three got him. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll go. We'll go to another dirt bag. Um, Marilyn Manson. Oh Christ! Uh-huh. <laughs> the worst this is uh, yeah, this is Mob Scene, which is a great song. All right, and then you look him up, Kyle. <laughs> Now, what do you think about Marilyn Manson? His his real name is what, like Brian Walters or something? Brian Hugh Warner. Okay, so do you think Brian Warner was uh, the s- sexual abuser, or do you think he just has gotten so far into this Marilyn Manson character that that's kind of taken over his life? Well, help me out because what is he? What has he been accused of? Okay, go ahead, Kyle. I, this is all uh, key for basic- sure. Yeah, he basically uh, groomed Evan Rachel Wood when she was very young. Uh, and then, wait, wait, hold on. We're very young. What? What's very young? She was like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then like married her and abused her verbally and sexually and otherwise and uh, tortured yeah, her and had, yeah has done that to other people. <laughs> he was just oh, accused of well. something as early as like. Last week, I think. Yeah. So yeah. Oh. This, so and then he lost like his management and. Yeah, he's lost company. label management, everything. Yeah. Wow. He's not even the star of the dope show like, anymore. Like no, they, they don't even want to. They, <laughs> they don't even want to cover it up. Or they're like, oh, no, this is too much. Uh, All so, right. Yeah. Well, he's a bona fide dirtbag then. All right, I'll accept. I'll accept his status. But mob scene. It's a good song. Okay, I'm going to move on to my first one. And look this guy up, Kyle. Uh, This is Don McLean. Oh. And we're going to hear the classic American Pie. Hob, what do you think Don McLean might be, uh, why he's a dirtbag? This is a... (laughs) 
Well, I don't know why you're asking, Hob. This isn't this isn't inside the anchor studio. I don't want to do the I don't want to do the voice. I've got Mike Siegel here. We've just met. This is the first time we're gonna <laughs> interact. Come on. All right. Put me on the spot. Okay, Steve. But I think what he used to do is he would just like he would just verbally abuse his audience and like make them sing the songs and then only perform for 20 minutes. And uh, he probably really just he stole all the food from the craft services in the back. <laughs> I will that's say why I didn't want to do it. I didn't. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I will say uh, having I've talked to some older like comics and magicians and people that have worked with him over the years. Yeah. And like shared bills with him or had to open for him or something. I've never heard a good word about him. <laughs> like honestly and it just perfect. like i love it i've never heard anybody say oh he's a great guy no i never like he was either been angry bitter guy or just a uh, an asshole that so i just maybe, so he should have gotten on that plane yeah <laughs> um let me tell you this i um i kept getting um press releases and stuff from don mclean's pr people and finally i said hey Stop sending me stuff about Don McLean <laughs> and Kyle will tell us what he did after the song. But I said, because I, I don't want to, I don't want to promote. I don't want to support. I don't want to do anything with, for a guy that's done this, this, and this. And this PR person like emails me right back, like with Pat, everyone makes mistakes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no way. I go, do you really need to represent? Is this, can't you, don't you have better clients? Why do you have to put time into this guy? And then, they made more excuses. And I just said, if this is how you have to make your money, how do you sleep at night? You have to go out and try to support a bad person. And then the, they were just like, fine, I will take you off this list and all other lists of all other clients. First of all, they don't have Dick. So I didn't. Care. <laughs> but they have Don McLean and Chris Brown. Right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's hear it. A classic. Time ago. I can still remember how that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy for a while I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't... Flashback. It's, it's one of those songs that finally... He had a great song, was a big hit. But if I never heard it again for, you know, I mean, what did it come out? 50 years ago? Is it 50 years this year? Uh, let me see. I, let me is it 71? 70, 71. Yeah, 50 years. This guy has written one song <laughs> for a 50-year career. Yeah, and you would be a tiny cow. One song. One song. I mean, and you would think some appreciation about his luck and good fortune that he wrote one song in a, in a couple days time, 50 years ago. And that has allowed him an entire life, a career, yep. money and royalties and everything. And maybe a little appreciation or maybe he thinks somehow he was jerked over, but I don't know how you, I mean, you, how you were one hit wonder and you're still out there touring. Yeah. Still. How, how many albums do you think he has, Mike? Or um, well, I mean, the only other song I could think of his is Vincent, and I think that was on the American Pie album as well. It is, it is. And uh, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure he put out an album last year. That's why they contacted Pat. You Maybe know, I, I bet he has like 25 <laughs> albums. He's got like 20, I think. 
22, and he yep. did one out last year called yep. Still Playing Favorites. Exactly. Well, Still, still Playing favorites. favorites. Is it? Let me guess. American Pie. American right? Pie and Vincent, right? I, I'm guessing. I, it doesn't, or is it? Or, even have, it doesn't even have a Wikipedia link. He should have. He should have <laughs> done. He should have done the thing that uh, Jimmy Buffett did, where he called his greatest hits album "Greatest Hit." He should have said, "Still playing favorite." <laughs> you know what? Don McLean's American Pie Shop, and then it's like <laughs> Denny's. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they, fucking uh, Buffett. Buffett turned that one song into an empire. I mean, yes. not just <laughs> stores, hotels. I mean, a brand, clothing, everything. Who kind of weed? He has everything. Yeah. yeah. God bless him. But at least Buffett seems to, you know, thankful about it. And yeah. he, yeah. you know, and he's he's a happy guy. Oh, and God. why wouldn't he? Why he's wouldn't our, he be? He's not on our list tonight. Who it's knew Mike Spiegel was going to have so many opinions about Don McLean? And he doesn't even know why he's bad yet. Kyle, tell us. Uh, well, first off, the Still Playing Favorites is a covers album. No yeah. American Pie. Those don't sell. And, and oh. none of those songs are favorites. Uh, like, you like tell old Bill? Okay, so. Uh, yeah. He, oh, gosh. Uh, the end of his one marriage saw McLean arrested and charged with misdemeanor domestic violence stemming from an incident at their home in Camden, Maine. He was facing six charges and pled guilty to four of them, um, including domestic violence uh, oh, and then one of them was dismissed, the domestic violence assault. Well, the wife and the kids claim a lifetime of verbal and physical abuse and mental abuse. So, yeah, it was not just like other acts. It was it was funny. It was like s- stage directors, you know, uh, like bookers, that agents, you know, and that kind of thing. Club owners. And that, they all said to a person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was kind of an asshole. How, like, how Wow. How does he okay. even have a PR person? Who would want to work with him? <laughs> I don't want to work with him. No. He no. looks terrible. I know. He's he's been riding a comb over for about 30 of his 50 <laughs> years, too. A comb over, it's like it's like a Dick Van Patten from the top of the ear <laughs> the whole way over to the other side. And then like and then like blow dried out. Yeah, and then it's like a Brillo pad up there, which by the way. In four years, I'll be doing the same look. So um, <laughs> I'm not making fun of it that much. All right. Moving on to, to Steve-O. Man, I'm still, uh, I'm still, I'm still mad at Tom. <laughs> God. Because uh, all, yeah, I, yeah. Mm, I, I don't even know if that song's still a gem. Like I, between that and Vincent, I'll go Vincent. Cause like Vincent doesn't bring back every night I had to work a karaoke bar and, yeah and it's just like oh i um yeah i want to push this person to a oh somebody puts american pie on the jukebox and you and you know you're in it and it's so long and it's just like oh now we're in this for the next eight minutes yeah Yeah. don mclean only likes the song vincent because don mclean cut his wife's ear off (laughs) the only reason he enjoys that well uh, uh so um this is uh this this next song was hard to pick uh, a great uh, like the uh, a song with ours because they're all really good. Um, it's a this is by uh, Mr. James Brown. James oh. Brown. All right. What did we think James Brown did? I'm going to say <laughs> sexual abuse. 
Uh, no, it was, I believe his was spousal abuse. Spousal abuse. Uh, yeah. but that was his big thing. And he got arrested yeah. for some other things. I think maybe some drunken, unruly behavior and that kind of thing. Some guns. Which goes in with trouble. the spousal abuse. Yeah. But the man is a genius too. I'll give him, I'll give him that. And a pioneer of, a, of, you know, the godfather of a, the godfather of soul, man. I yes. mean, Hey, look, that's the, that's the title of the episode. Gems from dirt bags. Let's hear All right. It. All right. It's a man's man's. Man's world. Like Noah made the ark. This is a man's, man's, man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing. Not a woman or a girl. Man thinks about a little bit of baby girl. Baby boys. That's the perfect song, Steve-O, because if his wife disagrees, she gets the backhand. <laughs> there is a um, there's an interview with him uh, on on YouTube where like the interviewer is like asking him, so do you have any resp- uh, responses or uh, what's your response to these charges? And he's just like, we're going on tour. And he just like ignores <laughs> all of the questions. <laughs> and he's just... Uh, it's it's incredible. It's look for it on YouTube. Just well, Dave find Brown. that and, uh, and we'll put a link so, out to that. That oh. sounds uh, fascinating. <laughs> well, so the police on, uh, said, "I feel good." <laughs> <laughs> what, so on uh, Wikipedia, there's personal life, and then it's five subcategories. The first one is marriages and children, and then the next four are drug abuse, theft oh. and assault convictions, domestic violence arrests, and rape accusation. Oh my um, God! Horrible. So, Okay, bona fide dirt bag, but also a genius who has gems. Yeah, yeah. All right, Mike Siegel, who's next? Well, I hate to, after Billy Corgan, a uh, Chicagoan who uh, a couple of my friends went to high school with, and uh, another friend of mine is still good friends with Billy Corgan in Chicago. Um, I hate to take down another Chicagoan, but here it goes, R. Kelly. Okay, now hold on a second. I got to be honest. I did not own this song. And I refuse to purchase it. So I'm going to go to the iTunes store and I'll play it from there. But I just want to, I just want to tell you that. Oh, just rip it off YouTube. Uh, That's what I did. Okay. So tell me, tell me the song. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Uh, Oh, you don't have it queued up. Way to go. Producer of the show. (laughs) I wasn't going to purchase an R. Kelly song. Well, I think, you know, we've all heard the R. Kelly stories, I believe. (laughs) Yes. And uh, they're not good. They're not good. Nothing no. good. We've seen the crazy interviews. We've seen, yeah. There's a there's there's a lot going on there to to dive into. But uh, let's just say it. Uh, a lot of it involves underage girls, and uh, I think there's some urine involved too. Uh. But uh, this is uh, bump and grind. One of his big hits. But and now in that context, listening to it, ooh, yeah. That's- Just what you want, <laughs> and I know just what you need, girl. So, so baby, bring your body hey, to hey, me. Bring your body here. I'm not fooling around with you. Maybe this 
should be on the new Hop the Troll album. I oh, pay the royalties. Boy. I'll just I'll just do the song and not pay the royalties. Now, when you listen that. to that, if he's you're singing that to a you know a fourteen year old, you start uh, to go uh, the worst. The worst. Um, and didn't he do that inspirational? I believe I can fly song. Yeah, he did. That was his biggest yeah, hit. You think you think he'll be back for a Space Jam too? <laughs> <laughs> about uh, about twenty years ago, we were at a wedding, and they brought out like the groom's, you know, nephew who was like seven, and he sang that song, and it was the worst. <laughs> I believe I can fly. It was just it was just this little kid, this little kid comes out and he's just like. I believe I can fly. I believe. Why, why do you allow that at your wedding? I know. They no. just trot in a, and now my nephew. It's going to be cute. And then he just talks. I don't know, Margaret. It's yeah. not, it wasn't cute. I'm not, I'm not big on the, on kids singing. No, it, it leans more. <laughs> I'm not big on kids doing anything. <laughs> you know who they are. They're not funny. Let's be honest. <laughs> They're never funny in sitcoms. They're, kids are only funny to their own parents. That's yeah. it. There's They're an, not, an, you know, yeah, small there's, doses. There's an age where they can get funny, but like, yeah, one, one to six or seven or eight. No, it's cute, but it's only amusing to the to the parents and the family. That's it. Oh, you hey. got to see him eat pie. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> hey, like, he just, hey, he just learned a magic trick. So he's going to come. No, no, no. He's got to waste about 20 of your minutes. Uh, he's going to do it <laughs> three times. We just can't be funny break. if you're not, if you're not there, like I have two nieces and I get them for Christmas, just as many musical instruments as I can, because they still live in Michigan and I'm not around to hear that. Uh, oh, your, your siblings must love you. Very funny. Oh yeah. yeah I'm, I'm great. Well, I need Hob the Troll needs a needs a, needs a drummer. So yeah, here's a drum set, nephew. Enjoy that. <laughs> All right, Kyle, did you look R. Kelly up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll just I'll just read you this part. On July twelfth, twenty nineteen, uh, he was indicted on eighteen charges, including child sex exploitation, child pornography production, kidnapping, forced labor, racketeering, and obstruction of justice. Child pornography production. He was making child God pornography, uh, a bona fide dirt bag. And I, not my kind of music, so I don't even know if it was a gem. But I think like in production, that could just be taping, recording you with someone else, right? I mean, that's considered production and putting it out there. So we're I, fine. So we're fine with that. I just want to be, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I don't think he had a studio is what I'm saying. Like hey, a giant you know, production knows? company. Terrible. Oh my God. Yeah. Kyle, who's your next uh what's your next gem from a dirt bag? Oh, uh let's do uh we'll give ourselves a little bit of break from the this the sex stuff. Let's do uh let's do the band As I Lay Dying um and the song An Ocean Between Us. This is a good song. <laughs> no one else is gonna like this song. <laughs> uh hold on, let me it's find the it. singer. So you can guess if you guys want. As I lay down, guess what he did or guess. Uh... Yeah, guess what he did. All right. And the, the artist is As I Lay Dying. That's a yeah. horrible name for the artist. That sounds like an album title, not an artist <laughs> name. Yeah. Okay. The song is called An Ocean Between Us. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's find out. Yeah. 
yes. Oh, uh, when that voice kicks in, that's when that's when I reach for the dial. I, uh, I can't. This has nothing to do with William Faulkner. That I don't, I don't get one bit of William Faulkner from that. I have a guess, Kyle. I'm going to say that this person ab- has abused animals. Okay. That's I'm going to I'm going to vote for some kind of violent act like maybe um you know killing someone. Okay. Steve? Yeah, I I I I think I know it. Uh didn't he like pay somebody to kill somebody? <laughs> yeah, he hired a he hired yeah. a hitman to kill his wife. Yeah. Oh. They, and did did but, it uh, happen? No, she did not. They they found it before. Wow. See, that's just a dirty deed done dirt cheap. That's fine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the check cleared, so I didn't do it. $20,000 for it. How much? Paid $20,000. Cheaper than a divorce. (laughs) 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 Getting the job done. All right, look. As I pay dying. What? No, that doesn't doesn't really work. So did he go to jail, Kyle? Yeah, he spent two years in prison. Mm. All right. I need a palate cleanser from all this. Eddie, Eddie's uh, remarried. <laughs> that that right there is how bad women want to get married. Yeah. And so you tried to kill your last one. They will marry guys on death row. I've been. They will marry a guy who paid to brother. kill his last wife. Well, I can fix him. No, uh, no, you can't. All right, let's have a palate cleanser. Let's hear Klaus Mine account to four, and then let's hear uh, him and Rudolf Shanker tell us something. We need, we need a palette. <laughs> Hi, this is Klaus Meiner. This is Roshank of the Scorpion. Oh. Next year we'll be rocking you. So you better watch out. Right. <laughs> I love that. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. That's a class. Okay, palate cleanser. Okay, my turn. Look, I don't even want to tell you, this is a difficult one. I I don't know what to say about this guy. I'm not even... (laughs) <laughs> we we all know him. I'm gonna play it, then we'll talk about it. This guy's rough. From the album Rusty Cow. Here it is. Hey, Murray Valeriano. All right, moving right along. But I am glad to be here. Listen, I know a lot of comedians come up here and say they're glad to be here. Bullshit. Oh shit. Nope. Lying through their faces. Lying through faces. But I, Murray Valeriano, I'm glad to be here <laughs> with you tonight. And I thank you all for coming out. Let me tell you why I'm glad to be here. For the last three and a half right. months. I mean, I, I mean, okay. look. Oh, I'm I, sorry. What, what I'm sorry. I jumped in on your joke. I apologize. That what was, can we Wow. Say? That was an amazing uh, guess there, Steve-O. Yeah. Well, obviously, Steve-O, you heard the word dirtbag and synonymous <laughs> with that. <laughs> well, it, we, we've got, how long, how long have we been talking and we haven't made fun of Murray? I just, uh, I, honestly was, thought, I honestly thought Ted Nugent was coming. <laughs> oh, he's coming. And I swear yeah, to God, that, say was that. My, that was my next song in the queue. That's what I was building to. And Steve-O, you nailed it. But uh, all right. We, I apologize for jumping in. We're joking. We love Mary. No, it, was, it made it even funnier. Okay. Uh, let's go with a little bit of Chuck Berry. 
He's like a good guy, right? Here's yeah, this is your cousin, Marvin. <laughs> Marvin Perry. I don't even know if this is a, a gem, but it is. I believe it went num to number one. This is a little song called uh My Dingling. Oh no, his only number one hit, and that's the saddest thing. My grandmother bought me a cute little toy. Silver bills hanging on a string. She said it was my ding-a-ling a ling. Oh my ding-a-ling. Everybody sing. Did you ever hear uh, Chuck Berry's uh, cover of Freeze Frame? Oh, it's great. Uh, <laughs> and they that was about like 73, right? Or something like that? 72. Or, oh, yeah. Dick reference. That yeah. we were so mature back then. And if uh, the audience didn't the sing House. along, he would come out and take a dump on your table. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Hob the, Hob the Troll could destroy that song. I mean, he could tear it up. Yeah. Of course. What do you think, mm -hmm. Hob? Thank you. Have you guys seen the Chuck Berry video? <laughs> no. With the uh with the lady. No. Oh, okay. Do we, do we even want to go there? Well <laughs> probably is it it's horrible, right? Yeah, uh, in the hot tub, you haven't seen that one? No. Why have oh. you seen it? Hey, I've been guy around who, I'm a man of the guy, world, Pat. I've, guy I've, who I've, thinks R. Kelly's production company is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, for tax reasons, he should incorporate that if it's a, if it's indeed a production company. All right. Uh, no, the uh, oh yeah. Well, I don't want to get too graphic and disgusting. All right. Here, we won't. But we will have a palate cleanse. This is Hob the Troll with Rick Springfield's "Don't Talk to Strangers." Especially like that one. Yeah. Also, it feels like that would be some things that Chuck Berry would tell women. <laughs> don't talk. Oh, man. Did you see the... Uh, you've seen Hail, Hail, Rock and Roll, right? That was done in the 80s, that one with... Where uh, Keith I, Richards did his backup band and Robert Cray's in it and Steve Jordan and all those guys. Yeah, and him uh, and Keith have an argument. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the guy had a hard road and it was, you know... I understand his anger, but uh, <laughs> it's... Yeah, I mean, I know he's, he was arrested under the Mann Act in the late 50s, I believe, which is like transporting uh, an underage girl over state lines or something like that. Oh, God. Was that, am I right there, Kyle? Is that what he... Yeah, yeah, that's something that happened. Uh, but you never know if that was like a, a trumped-up charge that they do against yeah. a black artist just as a reason to arrest him. Mm -hmm. um, but, exactly. yeah. But I think subsequent incidences would lead us to believe that that probably did happen. Right. Well, all right. I'm going to send you the video. No, I don't want you to send me the video. I don't want to see things that can't be unseen. It's like a role I have. I can't do it. Um, I will say, though, at his, uh, at his funeral service. I thought you were going to uh, say, I will say in his defense. <laughs> no, no. At his funeral service, uh, someone gave an impromptu eulogy. Gene Simmons. Oh. <laughs> of course. Hey, way to make it about you, Gene. Way to oh make it about God. you. Dirt bags praising dirt bags. <laughs> and rock solid. 
Uh, okay, whose turn is it? We're back to Steve-O, I believe. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. What's it? So, um, this 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 gentleman had his uh, had his issues. Uh, he uh, had to deal with a lot more stuff than other people had to deal with, and he just dealt with it uh, in a in a strange way. Uh, Ian Dury. Oh, the blockheads. Yes. This is the song Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. Rock and Roll. All right, let's hear it and then find out why he's a dirtbag. Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll It's very good indeed Keep your silly ways Throw them out the window The wisdom of your ways I've been there and I know Lots of other ways What a jolly Sounds like a pleasant guy Sounds like a little leprechaun came over to your house <laughs> he, was, he features big in that Have you seen the Stiff Records documentary On yeah. Uh, Amazon? Yeah. yeah He had something like a, It was a muscular dystrophy or something uh, He It was a disease he had as a kid Um yeah, and like his, it was like one of his arms, one of his legs were uh, not uh, like fully developed. Yeah, um, and uh, he would uh, like when he was performing or just like around, he would like start fights with people, and they're like, "I'm not gonna fight you. Um, like you, you, you're you're disabled. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get in a fight with you." And he would just like egg them on, egg them on, and then when they finally took a swing at him. All of the all of his friends would jump that person, and this was a regular occurrence. That was mm. just, okay. That was well, just that's, his. That's just what he liked to do. He just liked to uh, pick fights with people and then uh, let his friends finish them. Yeah, let the blockheads jump in. Yeah, it's, it was it was that, and like, um, yeah. I mean, like I said, everybody has to deal with uh, you know uh, their situation differently. He also had a problem with uh, uh, drugs and alcohol, but uh, yeah, yeah. But that's not him dealing with it. That's his friends dealing with his anger. I mean, that's that's kind of wussy. That's shitty. Let's go right now. Put him <laughs> up. Come on. Come on here. Uh, I can't find why. Is that why he's a dirtbag? Uh, there's there's just there's just a lot of there's just a lot of stories of like you know his his friends are like yeah he, he uh yeah he would he he would do he would do shit like that and he would yeah just. Just get just a really nasty drunk, just really uh, aggressive with uh, with people and his fans. Sounds so. like Steve-O has a personal beef with Ian Dury. I have no mm. beef with Ian Dury. Who would win? Well, you will if you, if you meet him. You will, and then he'll start some shit, well, and then you get well, your ass well, kicked. He, he, yeah, he died twenty years ago. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you can take him. <laughs> <laughs> I dare right, you Mike's... to come down in here. Sex <laughs> <laughs> and drugs. What killed him? Sex, drugs, or rock and roll? What do you think? Uh, cancer. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. That wasn't in the song. So. <laughs> um, Mike Siegel, who you got? What do we got? Which dirt bag? Well, there was a there was a host of dirt bags in '80s hair metal. I mean, you could go deep into any of those. The entire, all of Motley Crue, probably you could do. Um, and you know, watch Decline of Western Civilization. Any of those bands, probably. Yeah, yeah. And this is a band I only thought of them because I read the recently the lead singer's autobiography. And he has been on the show and a guest of the show. 
But Stephen Piercy of Rat, <laughs> that was a read that, you know, first of all, I mean, it is nonstop like sex, like talking about getting laid. He wanted to get laid, how much he got laid and on and on. And after a while you go, well, we get it, dude. You'd like, many, and, and by times? the 50th reference to calling it trim <laughs> and everything else, just, uh, okay, enough. And he's like, what is he, 65 now or something? And still, <laughs> dude, enough. And it just seems so childish and sleazy. And he would say that he used to get booked they used to book his band at the at the whiskey because he used to the, like the female booker would he would go into the office and allow her to blow him, and uh, that's how his band got booked. And it's like, what? No, that didn't happen. Shut up! It didn't happen. You, you trim. Shut up. Wow, how old is it? How old is he? Just a dirt bag. How old is our friend Kyle Stephen Piercy? We've spent time with him. is 64 years old. 64 years old. Mm -hmm. All right. Did you get that vibe? Well, you can't say anything, Pat. You were in the room with him. He seemed, I got to be honest, he seemed 100% uh, super nice guy. Okay. All right. But I mean. Did you bring some trim with him? Were there any skirts in the room? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Exactly. He brought his assistant. Uh Uh-huh. Right, Kyle? Wasn't her name like, and her name was like. Like Diamond or Destiny. Oh, yeah. The, okay. The biggest stripper name ever. <laughs> he was super nice. That's all I can say. She the, took notes under the table for 20 minutes. For but the, and the, now, will, now, what's weird is the only way he would uh, he would agree to be on the podcast is if I blew him. So that was... <laughs> that was so maybe some of that book is true. But if... So this song, we can play. This is uh, one of their big hits. This is Lay It Down. Kyle, could, could you look up the lyrics to this? <laughs> the lyrics are dirtbag. Talking about laying down her, uh, you know, laying her ass down. That's what she said. It's so dumb. It's so, it's all just dumb. It, it, it sounds like he's, for you, he's a dirtbag because he likes ladies. <laughs> no, he likes trim. That's what makes him a dirtbag. What lyrics do you got for us, Kyle? Uh, well, the second verse was uh, Under the sheets, you will find me. I know that nothing's for free. You take what's good for your pleasing. And I'll take what's good for this crazy evening, which that doesn't even it's really rhyme. Not a good rhyme at all. No, I thought it was going to be something squeezing. Oh, uh, <laughs> yep, but it wasn't. Yeah, but well, we I could do this. They, I mean, depending they, on they say, lay it down about five hundred times. <laughs> five hundred times. Well, you got to have a nice chorus to sing along to. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. yeah so there you go. That was Jeez. my thing. She said, I'll take you to the top of this madness. She said, I'll take you there all the way. I'll take away your sadness. You've got everything. More than it takes, baby. Hob the Troll reads friends. You should do uh, Hob the Troll pays tribute to dirtbags. They say it 31 times. 
31 no, times I say lay, say lay it down. All right. What, what do you got for hey, us? How, how long is that song? What's that? How long is that song? Uh, Probably oh, about me, three and a half minutes. Hold on. Let me find out. Three three uh, minutes and 52 seconds. I got three minutes, 26 seconds. Oh. Yeah. So uh, 30 lay it downs. Yeah. So and every 10 how. seconds. Is- Ooh, and how. Right now, and how. Because those rockers say and how all the time. Also, also, if you go back and listen, it sounds like they almost forgot to say and how, because it's like, right now, right now. (laughs) All right, we don't want to rattle the ire of an Alexi Lawless. No, I know. And uh, Alexi's going to hate me for this. So so I, I, I didn't hate the song or the, you know. They have you a few songs that I like. You hated his book. You hated his uh, the way his negative depiction of women. Of him. It was like an adult. It was, but it seemed like it was. It was written by a fourteen-year-old horny kid. Gotcha. Maybe that's who he wanted to sell books to. I guess. I guess. You know. All right, Kyle. Who do you got for us? Uh, let's do. Let's do brand new. All right. A song Again. called Seventy Times Seven. All right, and I'm gonna say brand new. I'm going to go again with Jesse Lacey. Yeah, I'm going to say Jesse Lacey again. I'm going to go with the uh, torturing of animals. That's what I'm going to say. Cannibalism is what Stevo says. Mm. All right, here we go. I'm going to go with vehicular homicide. All right, this is 70 times seven. Right, I, I didn't hate that song. I heard a strong. Uh, it had a, like a bit of a Blink One Eighty Two vibe to it. Yeah, power it's like punk, a pop yeah. punky. Yeah, power punk. Yeah, uh, yeah. He uh, was sleeping with underage fans. Hey. Oh boy, and how old is he? Oh, now he 64. is forty-two. Oh. But yeah, that was. And what happened to him? Did when, he get his he was like 20... Um. Nope, he was accused of it and then publicly apologized on Facebook, blamed it on a sex addiction, addiction and said he uh, has been seeking treatment. And that's, uh, but he hasn't released anything or any tours or anything. So I, I just want to go on record as saying I, I think everyone's addicted <laughs> to sex. That's ridiculous. A sex addiction. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, I will say, you know, in Rat's defense and, uh, you know, <laughs> and I'm not trying to defend, but every one of these bands from the late 60s through the 70s and most of the 80s, certainly the hair metal bands. And, you know, you, a lot of our heroes from Zeppelin to Van Halen and yeah. all these guys, yep. all, almost all these fans, most of them, the girls were underage and the biggest groupies of the era I mean, oh my God, they were like 15, yeah. 14, 15. They would tour with them. They would take them yep. on tour. The Pamela DeBars and all that. I mean, Pamela DeBar was actually one of the older ones. I mean, like. She was older at 17. Yeah, she the was big. The babysitter. Uh, she was the babysitter most famous, for all the younger ones. 
Yeah, Lori Maddox and all this. She was like 14. I mean, all the LA ones and uh, they were 14, 14, 15 years old. And uh, yeah, we toured with Jimmy Page and just like, oh, yeah, wow. Uh, even even worse, he uh, when he was in college, he studied child psychology and elementary education. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he's a bummer. But at least he's thing. not a cannibal. I guess. Uh, I guess I. I, I, mean, I apologize it, for calling you a cannibal. Or. All right. I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> Welcome to Rock Salad. Where Welcome we to Rock Salad. Child's maybe this was a maybe this was a bad idea, Steve. I apologize. Oh gosh. We, uh, yeah. Right time. Uh, this is in the regular rotation, not a bonus episode. This mm-hmm. will drop as a regular episode. Uh, this band was mentioned earlier. Let me give you the rundown on these people. Uh, spousal abusers, uh, drug addicts. Uh, they, uh, uh, they, sound like a mod- they sound like a motley crew. They kind of are. And here's, uh-huh. other, here's one of the best clips that I love to play because it's Dr. Feelgood live from <laughs> Salt Lake City, Utah. My favorite part, and I'm going to back it up and play it again, is it sounds like he says Pally Poo. Did he say Candy Cane at the end there, too? I don't know. Yeah, I think I heard a Candy Cane. Rat Tail Jimmy, it's like, just listen for Pally Poo. Here we go. Kyle, Kyle, can you find the actual lyrics? Is there a candy cane involved? It's it's, a he does say packages of candy cane. Okay, it's all drugs. Rat-tailed Jimmy is a second-hand hood. He deals, deals out, out in Hollywood. Hollywood. Got a 65 Chevy primed flames, or primered flames, traded for some powdered goods. That Jigsaw, must be Pally-poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jigsaw Jimmy, he's running a gang, but I hear he's doing okay. Got a cozy little job that sells Mexic- sells the Mexican mob packages of candy cane. Yeah. Good lyrics, so, uh, fun, good cool lyrics if you can hear them. And it's, yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, they make about as much sense as the others. Yeah, yeah. But just just the fact that this isn't a bootleg, this isn't a clip on YouTube. This is an officially released <laughs> audio track. They didn't even go back and and like redub it. No, redub, which that, they usually that do might is be with the redubbing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like this one. Just they like they're doing okay. Just like yelling I mean, out. They, their biography is literally called The Dirt. Their autobiography is literally yeah. called The Dirt. So yeah. they kind of define dirt bags. My, my big problem always with Motley Crue is they don't seem to show any remorse for their bad yeah. behavior. They seem to be guys that in their 60s still think that what they did back then was cool. Usually guys get older and they go, 
yeah, we shouldn't have done that stuff. Uh, it's embarrassing now, but they wear it like as a badge of honor and fuck that. Yeah, Vince Neil killed people. He killed what? Two people with a, uh... Or more with a car accident. Kyle, look up just what he did, I believe, five years ago in Las Vegas when he was with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Vince Neil? Yeah. Just look uh, him up. On- uh, it's funny, Nicolas Cage, he's come up a second time because uh, he he apparently during the pandemic married uh, Manson and his new wife. Oh, great. Uh, legal troubles. Hold on. I got to scroll way down here. Yeah, there's tons. <laughs> uh, April 2016, charged with misdemeanor battery for assaulting a woman outside of a casino in Las Vegas. She approached him for his autograph. We pulled her to the ground by the hair before actress, before actor Nicolas Cage restrained Neil. like guilty. <laughs> did, did Cage I just mean, happen to be there honest. or did he fly in no, they in were a Superman <laughs> suit? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you love to see Nicolas Cage restraining Vince <laughs> Neil? It's not worth it. It's not Vince worth Neal? it, man. It's yeah. not worth it. Let it go. Rocking good news. Just give her the <laughs> autograph. Just <laughs> <laughs> give it to her. Sign her napkin. Sign her name, Vince. Get off her. Get off of her. Well, how about other than Razzle uh, from Hanoi Rocks, how many people died in Vince Neal's drunken car accident? There was a couple that they hit, right? Yeah. And Give us the details on. That was 84. Yeah. Um, Razzle. He didn't do any jail time at all, did he? Hold He's on. a murderer. Uh, That's incredible that, you know, if he could. Yeah, I, I read about it. I can't remember how he got off of that. 20 years later, he's punching women in Las Vegas. Okay, so his, no. They never ra- learned ra- a lesson. Razzle died. The two other occupants of the car were seriously injured and both suffered brain damage. And, brain damage? Yeah. Uh, yeah, ra- yeah, Razzle died. Uh, charged with vehicular manslaughter and DUI. Um He yeah, was that was to pay two point six million dollars. He was sentenced to thirty days in jail and five years probation. Ugh, and then he, days. he uh, and then he went. It, he did two hours, two hundred hours of community service as well. And then he's but, a, oh, and, but he only served fifteen days in jail because he had good behavior. <laughs> wow. And then he, you know, and he's still a drunk. Like, well, he's not driving in here. Did no. you see the? Uh, you know, he's on cameo. Did you see that going around like somebody? Oh yeah, yeah. He did a cameo hammered, for someone, and he's just—he's hammered. You can barely—he's yeah, hammered. He's in an like, elevator, I think. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, hey, here's your birthday. I gotta find it. Oh, it's so. Here, here let me. I found it. I'll send. Well, it to but you I, I can play it. I know. I'll send it to you in the chat, though. Oh, okay. I don't know if I can click on it. Okay, go ahead. Let's see if we can do it. <laughs> Which means now we got to hire him to do a cameo. Oh, Steve, I just saw your message. Sorry. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm looking. I'm going to find this. I'm going to find this. We're going to play this. <laughs> Cameos from Dirtbags. Oh. I'm not hearing anything. Hold on. <laughs> Here we go. They did, a, they did some post-production on it. Okay, here it comes. 
Hey, Decker, this is Vince Neal. I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking, shout the devil, and, uh, and do, yeah, do some feel good stuff in, four, in big old, big old 4 0, you man. All right, see you later. <laughs> I'm having a cat cane. Oh my god! god. How much did that cost? Uh, oh my god! Yeah, what does he charge on cameo? Oh it's yeah, probably, I'm looking it up right now. Oh my god! It's got to be at least five grand, right? Oh, what, no, you think? Oh, grand, I don't know about that. I don't know how much. I've never done cameo. What do they charge? First of all, well, a thousand. I know, that, I know that Star Child charges twenty dollars. The Star Child puppet. Oh, okay, the puppet. All right. It was... I'm on cameo. You know that, Mike Siegel, right? I did not know that. The Star Child puppet is on Cameo. Oh, good. You've Do you never think the troll should get on Cameo? Yes. How many uh, How many cameos have you done, the Star I, Child? I, I can, I've done 50. Wow. Yeah, I've made like uh, $789. Uh, I don't do it. I don't get enough for it to be, uh, to be a business. Like, here, here, here's, here's my $400. It's $400 that costs. Paul from Kiss. $400. That's right. Okay, here's here's my little preview for uh, hiring me on Cameo. <laughs> hey, Don, this is Paul Stanley from Kiss. That's right. Kiss. Kiss. K-I-S-S. Look, I heard that on September 9th, it's going to be your birthday. And it's a big one. 50. 5 That's crazy. You look so much better than Michael. That guy looks so old. Silvio is old. So there, I, I personalize it. I do that. I say whatever you want me to say. You, you want me to tell your friend he's a fat ass fuck? I tell him that. Hey, man, you're <laughs> a fat ass fuck. Happy birthday. Meanwhile, for $400, Vince Neal is just going, hey, brother. Yeah, for $400, I'll burp into my phone. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it $400 for Vince Neal? Yeah, $400. You pay $4, man. Go out, man. Do some stuff. Like, Keep and, rocking. Did, uh, did you, you, know, did the you see the video? He's wearing like a hat. Like a hat. He has sunglasses on. He's just like unshaved. He looks like Artie Lang. His, oh, face, is is so, his face is so fucking Puffy. fat. It's fat it's and so bloated. bloated. Like it's, it's like that alcoholic Puffiness, yeah. yeah. Like I'm going for a drive, man. No. <laughs> hey, next time you're in Vegas, man, we'll I'll cruise you down the strip. No, <laughs> no, no. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. All right, moving on, Steve who's your next dirtbag? Uh, well, like, and, and I, I kind of realized I should have done this in a different order just because now it doesn't seem as bad. Uh, but yeah, uh, I picked uh, The Doors, Jim Morrison. Uh, yeah. What did he do? I mean, we we kind wasted of wasted all of our time forever. <laughs> <laughs> we have no you know, Doors fans here except for me, right? 
I just said, you know, he's just a, a pompous windbag. <laughs> just like a drunken buffoon. So, so no. <laughs> Steve, uh, do you like the doors? I don't mind them. And like the song I picked, uh, I, I picked uh, uh, People Are Strange. Okay. Which, uh, let's play it. All right. This is the 40th anniversary mix and for you audiophiles out there. Yeah. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are uneven when you're down. When you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. When you're strange, when you're strange. So growing up, uh, you know, the... The, the the child of uh, some some baby boomers, you know, classic rock radio was always a thing, and that's I, I you know got the musical education listening to classic rock radio, right. and I just remember being like a little kid and being like, I relate to this song at eight, you know, but uh, <laughs> just like yes, I, I yes, people are strange. What a good point, Jim Morrison. And then yeah, just uh, just just generally a dirtbag. If you sh- like, and, and I kind of feel. He's not as much of a dirtbag as, you know, murderers, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, just, hey, uh, have a little bit more, uh, like, don't show up to every one of your uh, performances, just, you know, blitzed out of your fucking mind. Yeah. That's what would suck as a fan back then. You would go to the show and you wouldn't know if you were going to see a great show or two songs. Right, you know. Hey, like, man. hey man, it's Jim Morrison. Happy big forum. Uh, there's a cameo, <laughs> and hey, you're people are strange, and you're strange, dude. Happy birthday. <laughs> hey, uh, you might next time you're in town, come over and light my fire. Huh? Yeah, like, like, and and I think the biggest dirtbag he was, he was to himself. You know, yeah, like, this, yeah. But, like I'm not gonna give, I'm not gonna give everybody like. uh if, if you have problems with, with drugs and alcohol, yeah, like you should probably get that fixed, but it's, you know, you, you're going to like, that's going to, you just don't want to treat the people in your life or your fans, you know, terribly or make decisions that are completely uh, irredeemable. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but what I, what I hate about it, there was not many, I'm not saying he was untalented. It was like for a front yeah. man without him, that, that band goes nowhere. I mean, nowhere. And so he's iconic in a way, but in a way kind of like James Dean was that, mm-hmm. you know, they always have that him, him in that leather pants poster that will live on forever. But within three years, he was a fat, bloated, bearded, you know, drunk. Yeah. But he's that, still, um, still just writing than... bad poetry. This, this doesn't like <laughs> age well, you know what I mean? No. It, and it just like, he would have aged horribly he, had he, he lived longer, but. Even I don't if, know. I, I hate if, the lionization of him. Like if if what's if Ray Manzarek calls him a shaman one more time, I will uh, choke yeah. him. Even the fat bloated Jim Morrison looks better than the crypt keeper, um, Robbie Krieger. Oh yeah. And I think well, like uh, there's a lot of people whose fandoms of things are they're more about like what it could have been. Yeah. You know, like I. Firefly was an okay show. It was fine. People lose their mind over that shit. You know, like it was it was one season, they'll just go go crazy over. It. There's like there's and I think um 
there are definitely bands where like yeah they're they're okay but like what it could have been or just i don't know like big star or something like that or what like or they had one album and they were gone yeah, yeah. blind faith what you know <laughs> something like that I like yeah. that as we're talking about the dirt bags, we're also making fun of the dirt bags. In essence, making the four of us sound like dirt bags. Yeah. 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 Man. <laughs> Mike Siegel, up, perfect shit. Who's next, Mike? Well, I got the first guy that came to my mind and probably the most of our minds, and we, his name already came up already. I got his talking about on the wall. He was a nice when I met him. <laughs> I still own some some of the albums. I'm talking about the Motor City Madman. <laughs> and if we're talking about, again, we can go back to the underage thing. I mean, he, and as opposed to Jim Morrison, this guy kept his temple clean and did no drugs or alcohol, but sex was his addiction. And like, I think all through the seventies, you know, he basically took a 14, 15 year old girl on the, on the road with it. That was his like, and they were together for like 10 years or something, but that's how they met. She in was his, just, she was like 15. In his Behind the Music, I believe she's she's interviewed. She's she in says, it. Yeah, she said her parents signed over. like Signed off. Uh, Can you imagine that? As a parent, they would like allow them. <laughs> yeah, you're, you have custody of her. Like you're her guardian. No. Oh my God. There's not one uh, person that would come to my door that I would sign custody over of my kid. Yeah. And I'm, um, you know, and also I'm not, I've never been a hunter. I never got that thing. Um, I get, you know, just, uh, politically just seems like a complete asshole to me and just doesn't seem like a good guy. Um, yet, that's, if you meet him behind the Canyon club at about 1130 at night, super nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> what did he sign for you? He signed um a I like I like it. <laughs> <laughs> he signed my crossbow, signed my Glock. He would, he you know. He would. A, the one night we didn't wait because there were just people there with guns waiting to get yes, inside. There were there were people. Oh. Yeah. It's like, uh, let's leave. Yeah, but the, that crowd has got to be frightening. A vibe in that place. So, yeah, I, just it, mm. Have you been I, to the Canyon Club? Would you say Seagull? No, I've never been. Oh. No. Yeah. Okay, so oh, I gotta normally there's like a, a moderate amount of people there. It, for Nugent, it's jam- like it's you can't jammed. even move inside and wall out. To wall it's jammed with like the most just just everyone you can imagine. Yeah. Like imagine four WalMarts worth of people jammed <laughs> into a small building. Yeah, that's look, what it's like. I will I will never go see Ted Nugent again, and I haven't paid to see him in years and years. We'll never say never. Yeah, I, and see why you can turn around. When he opened for Kiss when you took me to see Kiss. Yeah, we we saw him open that. And that was the only time. That might have been the only time I saw him yeah. live when so, he opened. And even then, you know, he shot an arrow into a, you know, into a guitar, and you know, wearing a buffalo hat and swinging like Tarzan, and saying, "These people should kiss my ass." Hey, so Hillary Clinton, kiss my, my ass. ass. Anybody, you know, any Democrat, kiss my ass. <laughs> this thing, kiss my ass. The Ayatollah, kiss my whatever. Might and be it's singing just, the lyrics to Ted Nugent's classic song, "Kiss My Ass," which is yeah. The, now, when I met him, he had uh, he had his handler was super short. Now I'm short, but this guy was short, so he had 
the complex, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And Napoleon. Saying, and he kept telling me, he's like, yeah, Ted's, Ted's tired. He's not signing anything. So when he comes out, don't even ask him. Okay. He's not signing anything. And I went, okay. And he's like, and you should step back a little bit. I didn't. And he just keeps, <laughs> you know, he just keeps all that bullshit, all that bullshit. And then here comes, and they're getting into a, a, like an SUV. And then here comes Ted and I go, Hey Ted, can I get a signature? This guy's face. I thought his head would explode because his <laughs> job is to keep me at bay. And Ted goes, sure. Come on over. And then Ted's tall because he's on the other side. He's standing on the other side of the door of the SUV and he's signing like over and he's just as nice as can be. What do you got here? Oh, oh, this is a great album. I love this album. Oh, did you enjoy the show? You know, and just signing and super nice. Yeah. But I mean, how about when I told all the Democrats to kiss my ass? Did you like that? that? I go, excellent. Sign, sign. Could you personalize that one? But I mean, this song, if he ever, if he never did anything else in his life, you know, if the only thing he'll remember him from his, his contribution to this planet was the opening riff of this song. And it's a uh, stranglehold. Eight minutes and 24 seconds. Let's hear about seven of that. <laughs> it's, it's a jam. It is a jam. My seven-year-old plays this on the guitar. Oh, I'm going to bring Chad out and he's going to sing some new jam. Vocals in this song is Derek St. Holmes. Fantastic. Yeah. Inside Men. It's a jam. You got to give it up. It's, it's, it's a, a gem. It's, it's a, a jam and it's a jam. And as, as, as much as I dislike the guy, he can, he can play that ax, man. He can. <laughs> Another <laughs> thing he did is I was in an A&W in Jackson, Michigan, which is where he lives. And he okay. went to the front of the line. He cut everybody. Oh, like, Hey, I want my, uh, my burger. We're like, we're all in line. He's like, I'm Ted Nugent. That's the thing he said. He said that? Yeah. Hey, don't you have a don't you have like, a freezer full of deer meat in your house? Yeah, I want my meat and make sure it's still bloody with with horns on it still. <laughs> hey, hey, I can't get a root beer float at my house. Yeah. What was his um he did get COVID, right? That was the big news recently. Yeah, after saying yeah. that it didn't exist, then he got it. Yeah. yeah. He got it. And he, he got that always happens. He got it bad. He, he said he felt like he was going to die. Did he did he say it was that bad? Yes. Yeah. He, he felt like he was going to die. That's a step, man. I mean, that's what it yeah, takes. That's what it takes for them to believe it. You know what but, I mean? But like, but he, gave it to him. But him, but like, as as shitty as he is, and like that sucks that he got it. I don't want anybody to get it. But no. maybe, maybe some of his, you know, uh, fans who believe the shit he says will be like, oh, maybe, well. He changed his mind. Maybe I'm allowed cool. to, too. So Yeah, that's the only thing you, good, you hope it can come out of it. But, yeah. I mean, unlike, you know, when Trump got it, people were yeah, like, oh, yeah, good for him. It's like, no, if, if he gets it and recovers, that just gives it. See, it's nothing. You don't have to yeah. wear masks or nothing. I'm an old guy. See, I'm, I'm, I'm the best. two days that we thought he might die was, were two of the best days of my life. <laughs> 
We have to move on, on Twitter. to political talk. Kyle, what's your next song? Twitter was great. Um, <laughs> uh, this is, uh, let's do uh, uh, Escape the Fate uh, Situations. This Escape is- the Fate. Again, I don't know any of these bands. I don't know where you're getting this from. <laughs> Here we go. I used to listen to until they until they off. turned into dirt bags. Situations are irrelevant now. She loves the way that I tease. I love the way that she breathes. I touched her. She touched my It was the craziest thing. I love the girls who hate to love because they're just like. Okay. Definitely a type of music that Kyle enjoys. Um, yeah, so that uh, he was just reading Stephen Piercy's book. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Judging uh, by the lyrics, I'm going to say it's. I was going to say maybe it's uh, his transgressions are sex related, maybe or violent abuse, sex abuse. I'm going to go cannibalism again, just to just to you know bet on that again, just because I yeah. Once again, he killed an animal. Imprisonment. Uh, nope. So, uh, well, uh, he got, first off, this was more recent. This was in 2012. Uh, he got all heavy metal bands and hard rock bands banned from playing Six Flags uh, because he threw a microphone, three microphone stands into the audience and hit a 16-year-old girl in the face um, and sent her to the hospital and he got charged with aggravated assault. But long about six years before that, uh he was part of a fight where another guy, one of his friends pulled out a gun and just shot another guy three times. These two guys right. were fighting and then his his buddy, and then he kind of didn't say anything for a while. That's an overreaction. I think we can mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. yeah, I think that's maybe. Also, uh, just three microphone stands. He didn't think, <laughs> okay. like, he and must have either thing. really been mad at that one 16-year-old or just like... Well, you know, he, he threw the first he only one. Hit two people. Oh, okay. Surprisingly, what is he? Are, how many? I didn't. I didn't notice the layered vocals in that. Are there many other uh, singers in the band? Like, do they really have to go? No, they they grab another microphone and just no. It's like, <sighs> okay. I lost right. my mic stands. Bring one out. Maybe they stop them after right. the second stand. Right. You know, <laughs> the text like. This hey, is number two. One more, he's yeah, done. I'll give him three. I'll give him three and three strikes. You're out. That's it. <laughs> you know what? No more hard rock music. It at six flight in front of the in front of the roller coaster. I am going to do a palate cleanse, and I'm going to do honorable. I'm just going to say uh, honorable mentions to uh, Michael Jackson. We know all about yeah. him, and Blondie, who's drummer Clem Burke. Uh, I witnessed uh, do something bad in person. So let's cleanse the palate with the Steely Dan classic Dirty Work as done by Hob the Troll. Do your dirty work. Oh, yeah. This doesn't sound that different. Doesn't sound that different. Light the candle, put the lock upon the door. You have said the made home early like a thousand times before. A castle in its corner in a medieval game. I 
stay here just the same. I'm a fool to do your dirty work. Oh, yeah. I don't well, let me tell people this is available right now on Bandcamp. That's, That's where right. you get it. 12 songs, correct? Yes. Now, Bandcamp is where you can pay what you want, or do you have to pay a certain amount? Yes, uh, I set a price, but if you want, I set nine bucks. Uh, if you want to pay more, you can. If I wanted to pay nine dollars and three cents, I could do that. Yes, or you could pay minimum, twenty. People, yeah. But the minimum I can do is nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or Go just buy it. the songs by themselves for a buck. Try it out. That's what I did with uh, with Rusty Cow Murray. I bought uh, I bought a track called "Stay at Home Dad," and then I didn't I didn't buy any more. But um, <laughs> that's available on iTunes also. All right, uh, moving on to Mike Siegel. Mike, everyone's going to do one more because I have a hard out, sadly. Oh, okay. Uh, I have a... You only have one more. What? And you only have one more. I only have one more, yeah. This is uh, another uh, autobiography or biography I read. This was about... uh, This was written by his wife after his death. And again, a great artist. And but reading about the stories about everything he did and put all his friends and everybody he knew through, including his children. uh, Yeah, there was a lot of drug abuse, but there was also, again, what they say, sex addiction. And he turned to that as a as a thing, just sleeping around with everyone. His relationships, he just burned through and pretty much everybody who met him had a story about some odd behavior and or abusive and mean behavior and he he did end up he did end up cleaning his (laughs) cleaning up at the end of his life but he was still pretty odd he had ocd really badly and just used people a lot which was but an amazingly talented guy this is warren zevon which is uh that was a lot of of stuff you unpacked a lot of stuff yeah so i mean people don't think of him as like this you know but if you read the book you were like oh this guy would have driven me nuts. Yep. I, I would have hated being this guy's friend. No wonder uh, Letterman liked him. Yeah. I mean, an amazing <laughs> artist. But uh, yeah, but this is one of his uh, best songs to me. It's Desperados Under the Eaves. All right, let's hear it. In the Hollywood Hawaiian Hotel I was staring in my empty coffee cup I was thinking that the gypsy wasn't blind All the salty margaritas in Los Angeles I'm gonna drink them up And if California slides into the ocean Like the mystics and statistics say it will I predict this motel will be standing until I pay my bill. <laughs> I just love that line. Yeah. What don't the sun We didn't get to the chorus, but I just love that opening. <laughs> honorable uh, honorable mention to uh, Ike Turner if you've seen the Tina Turner doc. Oh yeah, Ike. I thought maybe someone would do some Ike Turner. Um I couldn't find just an Ike Turner song without Tina on it. And so did you watch that documentary? Have you guys seen the Tina I haven't watched it yet. I oh really want to Tina Turner it. one. So good. It's really yeah. good. Uh, her work with Hob the Troll in the early uh, <laughs> early 70s was amazing. Okay, Kyle, you got one more for us? I do have one more. 
this is Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, what's tell is, me about Coheed and Cambria? I, see, I hear I, this name, I don't know anything about them. They have uh, a troublesome member. And <laughs> is it Coheed have, or is it Cambria? Oh, <laughs> I have a troublesome member, but I'm taking pills for it. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's How just a you? sex addiction, Mike. Yeah, hey, uh, they have they have really obnoxious band or uh, album names. <laughs> All right. Like uh, here, let me find. One. Does that make them dirtbags because they can't name an album? <laughs> just uh, as bad as murderers. Yeah, uh, here the the one. Uh, the one this is from is called God Apollo. I'm burning, I'm burning Star Four Volume Two. No world for tomorrow. Yeah, no interest. Ugh. I have no interest in that. Okay, so I'm gonna play the song. The song is called Grave Makers and Gunslingers, and you can tell me why they're uh, dirtbags. All the, all the years I've been hearing their name, I, I didn't think that was their sound. Yeah. Because for some reason, Coheed and Cambria, I was imagining like a Bell and Sebastian kind yeah. of duo. Mm-hmm. More yeah, of a but, Sonny and Cher type. Yeah, thing. their their name yeah. does not, you know. Oh. Now, as I lay dying, that made sense. <laughs> so what have they yeah. done, Kyle? Uh, so during their tour with Soundgarden, the uh, bassist, uh, Michael Todd, uh, was arrested in Massachusetts for armed robbery and uh, possession of narcotics at a Walgreens. <laughs> armed he, robbery. What, he wasn't yep. making enough on the tour? No, that's somebody who's, um, who's Oxycontin run out. Yep. Ah. That's usually, that's the sign of somebody who can't get their opioids and they can't get their fake prescription anymore. So, yeah. Gotcha. Well, listening to the lyrics, I don't know how we get that. Um <laughs> <laughs> Grave what if we, what and- if we made a really long title? Yeah. <laughs> uh, armed robbery. Hey, that was our first armed robbery. Yeah, there you go. it was. All right, we're going to close it out then. I'm, I'm not going to close it out with a dirtbag song, though. We'll play something from Hot the Trolls Steve-O album. Go? Or, or were you done? I had another one. Oh, yeah, Steve-O. Uh, I think I'm, you skipped Steve-O. I, okay. I didn't skip him. I'm calling him. I have a hard oh. out. I'm, I'm, I have yeah, another podcast I have yeah. to do. We've oh, talked okay. enough about dirtbags. I want to I want to promote Steve-O's album. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> 15 million Hob fans can't be found. I'm going to close it out with uh, with just one look. Now, that's the Linda Ronstadt song, right? I mean, one of my... She, uh, he covered it. One of many, yeah. But you're covering her. I listen... There's like uh, tons of... Uh, different versions of this song and they're all good for different reasons and that's why it's one of my favorite songs just in general like i can't pick a favorite you know version of it there's everybody who's done this song does a very good job and then i uh stopped that that tradition <laughs> i'm sure it's a fine version like see oh. is this the first time you've heard hop the troll no i've heard pat play it play you on the show before okay okay yeah but he makes his angry face when i do i do not <laughs> But I pay him to stop. I pay him to stop playing it. Now he'll I, love it because he's seen you and he and he and he's he's enamored. 
And we got to get Hob the Hob the Troll on cameo. Is he on there? You should. I'm gonna. Like, I'm gonna have I to feel start. like you should be on there. Yeah. Why not? Should do it. I mean, I do it very frequently. Then people could pay you money to annoy other people with themselves. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Would you like me to annoy other people? This is Hob the Troll. <laughs> that was my. That's not bad, right? That's no, not a bad no. Hob the Troll. One, one of my favorite things is hearing other people do impressions of Hob the Troll. Of it's Hob kinda, the Troll. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was doing an impression of impression of Steve-O. Oh. <laughs> you think? All right. Let's Ooh. wrap this up. Uh, Kyle, uh, Mike Siegel, and Steve-O, it's great to see you guys. Uh, yeah. Mike Siegel, I'm looking forward to having you in this very room tomorrow. I am recording live with Murray. He's coming to the oh, house. Oh, wow. In person. So, Going to fire the board up and do it right. But uh, for now, this is how it is. Uh, if you're not happy with the audio tonight, we're doing it through Zoom. So please bear with us. Uh, Kyle, where can we find you on the socials? You're very funny on the socials. Um, at Kyle Dotson Funny. Are you, yeah. are you more funny or more angry on the socials? Which is it? Uh, it depends. I try and be more funny. All right. So like 60-40? Yeah. 60-40 funny, 40 angry? <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to you want to close it out with some anger? What did you think of that Snyder cut? I mean, it's the it's the longer version of a bad movie. All right. There we go. There's Same the bad movie. movie <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Mike Siegel, where can we find your dry bar comedy special? Where can we find you on the socials? Yeah, drybarcomedy.com and just type in my name, Mike Siegel, and uh, you'll find it out there. And please watch it and rent it or tip and that kind of thing. And uh, Instagram, uh, Travel Tales Podcast. You can follow me there. And anything about me, funnymike.com. You can also find me and Funny Mike on Twitter as well. Are you going to put out any more of the uh, uh, your old commercials? Because those are wonderful. Those are I was great. running out of them, but some of them, uh, I, I played the ones that are really, you know, yeah. funny bad. They were funnier bad, but some of them are just boringly bad. I mean, they're just really like industrials and just, I'm not doing much in it. They're just like sad things. So I, I used up all the good ones, but okay. there, there might still be some jam. I want to, I'm trying to do a montage of the uh, VH1 days. Now, and oh, some reads. Yeah, my glorious thirteen weeks on that. So keep a lookout; those will be something. Steve-O, where do we find you on the socials? Uh, at Hob the Troll on Twitter and HobTheTroll.bandcamp.com. Uh, I also have on that my the Christmas song I did, uh, "Rebel Bell." Oh, it's great! I and, love it. Uh, yeah, to the tune of "Rebel Yell" by Billy Idol. Yes, fantastic. We are, you can find us at rocksolidpodcast.com. That'll have everything there for you. T-shirts, the Patreon page. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at Rock Solid Show. And our Instagram is now run by Lisa Solak. She's been doing a great job. And give her a follow on Twitter. She's at ALA005. That's ALA005. I don't know what that means. I'm going to have to Oh, Mr. Big Shot too busy to do his own Instagram? Um, Kyle was doing it, but he's really busy and I do the Twitter. I'm all over the Twitter. We just don't have time to do it all. And she volunteered and I'm right. happy she did. Well, thank you. Thank you. Lisa. It does look good. Lisa's, Lisa is yeah. great. She is she's getting she's a lot of engagement. Funny too. Good. Thanks Lisa. She's not a dirt bag, obviously. Cause he's, a, she's a chick. <laughs> Chicks aren't dirt bags. Uh, and with that, I am going to close out with Hod the troll covering Linda Ronstadt, covering someone, covering someone, covering someone with his version of the classic Just One Look. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Steve-O. 
Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Just one look, and I felt so One